Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Friday Dinner Podcast. I'm your host, Curtis. With me, as always, is Dr. Stephanie Sarkis, PhD, who you can find over at stephaniesarkis.com. How are you today, Steph? I'm great. How are you? Doing great. Thanks. How's the weather? Good. It is beautiful. Let's see. It's now 81, so it went down a degree from last episode. Ooh. So, yeah, it's really nice. Sunshiny. It's supposed to rain a little tonight, but I don't really see it yet. So, a lot of birds. All, you, all the northern birds are now here. Oh, so you can, uh, someone told me they came from from your neck of the woods. So you can keep the Canadian geese. We don't want them. You know, we don't actually have them. I'm not sure why. I'm not sure where they go, but they don't come to my side of Florida. I'm hoping. And they actually, don't see on the other side of Florida either. Hmm? I'm just hoping they got lost at sea because I don't like them. They're they're the worst. I don't think that does. And everybody's got nightmare stories like geese blocking them from going to work. Yeah. <laughs> They're very territorial. So if they decide that you are impeding on their territory, which for you may just be like the entryway to your work or to your home, they won't you. they'll, they'll attack you. Yeah. And they're a protected species. So you can't do anything about it. You have to basically be like, Hey, Mr. Goose, suffer. I need to get by. And he'll be like, <laughs> so anyways, I don't um, think that they could hurt you too. Right. They can, they can. Yeah. Um, there's some, there's some funny thing memes have come from it though. Um, there was one guy on YouTube who made this video where he goes, Oh, uh, geese, Canadian geese are an endangered species. You gotta be really delicate with them. And then he gets an air horn and goes up to one and blares it and he says, fuck off. <laughs> it's See, that's funny. not nice. That's animal cruelty, but. Yeah, it, it, it is. It's also like, it's a goose, Canadian goose and they're not nice. So you're sort of like, oh. But was the goose doing something to him when he blew the air horn? He just went up and blew the air horn. It doesn't show, but I want to assume that yeah, it probably so. wasn't doing anything. He probably just doesn't like it. it went up and was like, hey, get out of here. Yeah, that's not that's not okay. Um, that really hurts. But that's not okay. But yeah, I have seen videos of people trying to get out of their car, getting into the, into the work, and they can't because the Canadian goose is on a rampage. Yeah, yeah that's that's how it goes with them. Um, all right. So, yeah, we're here to talk about episode three of season two of Gilmore. Hey, we're not here to talk about Canadian geese. No, <laughs> I'd rather not because they're the worst. We're here to talk about Red Light on the Wedding Night, also known as the, the episode where Lorelai realizes that she doesn't want to marry Max. And um, Michelle dances. Yeah, Michelle dances. And he's a pretty good dancer, I gotta say. He's got some skills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Basically, uh, there's a bachelor party that Suki throws. Uh, Lorelai goes, obviously. Rory goes, which I thought was pretty funny that they were like, oh, she's a model and all this. Um, you also Alexis get... Spinell actually was a model before she was an actress. Yeah. So. That's uh, true. Michelle goes, and I think you get Patty, too. Or Yeah, I think it was Patty or Babette. Mm-hmm. One of the two. Yeah, yeah. Pat. I think it's, was it Patty and Babette? I think it was Patty. I don't think it was Babette. Okay. Babette's the neighbor. But Patty's the dance right. instructor. I think it was Patty. And then, okay. uh, yeah, Emily's there. Uh, not, I mean, uh, the most, uh, it, it gets eventful near the end, but um, basically uh, you sort of have, well, uh, a little bit in terms of uh, the the story in terms of, yeah, you know, basically they're getting ready to get married. And then Rory or Lorelai calls uh, Christopher kind of impromptu. Uh, Drunk. Know, 
Yeah, and you know we all know, you know you all know what we think of Christopher, but in this case, Christopher did some good for the world, and he planted a little bit of a seed as to whether Lorelai wants to stay with Max. But I think it's also the fact that and then he told Rory, sorry, that she called, and then she then he told Rory that she called him. Yeah, which seems weird. Yeah, um. And, yeah, between Emily's comments about, like, oh, when I was marrying Richard, I looked at the dress every night. And talking to Christopher, right. it ultimately culminates in, um, yeah, uh, Lorelai uh, calling off her engagement to Max. Thank goodness, because right. Max sucks. <laughs> I don't think there's yeah. really... Oh, go ahead. There's not too much going on in this episode, but I mean, I think there was a double date as well between Max and uh, was that this episode? I think it was where Max and Dean go on a double date with Lorelai. Oh yeah, yeah, I think so. Lost Lohura. But that that kind of wasn't a. It's not real memorable. No, I mean that could have been a great moment, but it's just very kind of blah. Yeah. Um, it doesn't add to their characters at all. Yeah. Uh, what I like, too, uh, there was a cool little moment in this where uh, they go to a drag bar, and I didn't realize, but they actually hired real drag queens for the, oh, cool. for the, the roles, and these are people who are, like, prominent, well-known uh, drag queens who they hired for the roles. So oh, great. I think it's good that they went that route and, you know, got people who are authentically into the scene. Right. So, Absolutely. Um, oh, and then then Luke makes a hoppa for um, for Lorelai, and she's like, "What's up with this?" And it's got a goat on it. I can't remember why does it have a goat. Yeah. And he because he said that was in the picture of it or something. So he makes this big arch mm-hmm. for that. And yeah. then you know, and then and then they do the thing where they look at each other longingly, and so we get a little bit of that. And yeah. And then she calls off the wedding. So. Yeah. And that's say- that. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say this episode was largely pretty non-memorable, but I do like the moment where Lorelai explains why she doesn't want to marry Max, and it's oh, it, when, because she, she doesn't want to try on a wedding dress every night. Yeah, like how? I mean, spoilers for best performance in this episode, but it's gotta be Lauren Graham and how she delivers that line of like, yeah, you know, I want to, I want to try on the dress every night. And she does a really good job of just when you are in crisis and you want to be anywhere but there. Yes. So she basically runs around and says, pack your stuff. We're going somewhere. I don't know where we're going. We're going on a road trip. And you know, Rory says something like, what happened? Are you, you know, you're getting married this weekend? And she's like, no, or something. And that's, that's all that was said. And yeah. then they're waiting at the one traffic light. <laughs> so there's yeah. some gaslighting in us too that Luke calls. Um, what's the what's the mayor's name? Taylor. Oh, He's not the mayor, but like, yeah, I think he just likes to organize he's things. Oh, okay, because he says like Luke. Luke goes, "You're trying to gaslight us or brainwash us, telling us we want something we don't, and not giving us any choice." Yeah, you, like, must Ooh. Have, you must have liked that, Luke. Yeah, I, I did. I did. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Taylor's like, you know, we you've wanted a traffic light, you know, because you know accidents and blah, and your dreams come. I remember he said, "Your dreams come true." And Luke's like, um, you're trying to convince us that we wanted something we never did. Which is uh, very aware of Luke. Luke's Luke's ahead of And he calls it out. And that's part of why I like Luke, is that that he's pretty transparent. Yes. 
Uh, so Taylor's official title is town selectman. So he's like an alderman. So he's like a commissioner. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They give him a lot of power. They he's do. actually one of the town. Yeah, he 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 is. Oh, I think the mayor was shown in like the early season one, and it was the guy that was in the Big Lebowski. But I don't think you see him that much. Mostly, you just see Taylor. So Taylor may be the mayor, and just nobody has bothered to correct him. Or Taylor may be the mayor, just not a name. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's not a whole lot in this episode, for better or for worse. I mean. I think it's just really that ending. And again, I haven't been a fan of Max. I know um, you haven't been a fan of Max. So I think for Lorelai to finally realize that Max wasn't the one was very cathartic in a lot of ways. Right. Out with Max, as they say. I knew it was coming, but I didn't know how it was going to be done. And I thought that the way that was done was really good. Yeah. About sometimes you just make a decision and you want to get the hell out of there. And I think it's a bunch of people who have been laying some seeds of doubt in Lorelai's mind. You've got mm-hmm. Luke uh, a few episodes back where he's like, have you thought about where you're going to bank? You know, which house you're going to move into? Right. Like he's, you know, right. he started to do that. And then you've got Christopher who's kind of planting those seeds of doubt. You've got Emily who's planting those seeds of doubt. These people who care right. about Lorelai who are actually sort of saying, hey, here's some things you got to be asking yourself. Not necessarily trying to put down uh max in the event that like maybe she does really love max but just saying hey here's some things to think about and once she thinks about them that's when she starts to realize yeah max is not the one right. so it's interesting that right. in a way it feels sort of like a effort on their part to end the relationship but you know ultimately it's lorelei that has to make that decision but i and, like and how that still can't remember his name she still can't remember his name yeah yeah which is problematic when you can't remember that's her best friend, right? Yeah. Um. So yeah, the that's it for the synopsis of this episode, and it wasn't a whole lot going on. So, but again, this was a big lead up. We knew it was coming. We kind of had to get there eventually. So, um, yeah. Uh, no questions for this episode, but uh, favorite performance. I already mentioned that I think it's Lorelai, but do you yeah. have any favorite performance? Lauren Graham, where she's so frantic, just trying to get out of the house. Yeah. yeah. That that was really well, because she could have overplayed it and she didn't. Yeah. But I think we've all kind of been there and that, that you, know, you just want to get out because you made a decision and you just need to, you just need to get out of Dodge. Well, I also think too, for Lorelai too, like she knows what's coming too. Like now that she's made that decision, she knows yeah. that like, Maybe there's going to be some judgment from people. Maybe there's going to be some questions. And I think it's interesting that she preemptively, before you know anything else, she just decides I'm I'm leaving town. You know, she doesn't. Right, want which to- also made me wonder who's going to be taking care of all the the you know taking everything down, like breaking all the chairs down. Like who's like I don't know why why I thought of that, but I'm oh. like who's the person taking care of all the stuff? My and then I thought. It, my guess is sucky. My guess is it's Kirk. Oh yeah, probably. It's probably Kirk. <laughs> they would just give that job to Kirk and be like, "Kirk, okay, you're you're responsible for taking everything down." And he, right, the thing right. is, he would do it too. He would just be there, taking things Even down. No questions asked. Yeah. yeah. And he and he would boss people around. Wasn't he doing? He was doing that at the bridal shower. Wasn't he the one with the megaphone? 
Yeah, he was. I, and I like the one where, was it, Lorelai just said, like, hey, let me see that. And then she just, like, casually walks off with it. That was great. And Kurt no. didn't even, like, try to get it back from her. No. No. He knows. I like that, too. I, I really like him, his character. I mean, I know his character can become annoying and stuff, but I kind of like him. Because, he, again, here's somebody that doesn't play it too over the top. It's just this annoying guy that likes to have some kind of role, some kind of control thing. He has... But in a benign way. He has character quirks, which I don't don't think are necessarily a bad thing but right it's interesting that the show paints him as such it's just he's a quirky character he's not bad or good it's just he has quirks um right yeah i think like it would be interesting if they ever like made mention of him being like on the autistic spectrum because i feel like he might be oh really that's interesting yeah so what what um, like what's something that tells you that like what like, what kind of tips you off? A lot of his behavior, like how he's very sort of like tied to the rules. Like he's very much somebody who follows along mm-hmm. with things exactly like has how they are. Just things mm-hmm. like that. Like it's just sort of his personality as a whole just kind of tell, says mm-hmm. to me like maybe he is on the spectrum. I don't know. It would just be interesting if they were to ever acknowledge that or not. I'm I'm guessing they, they don't. I mean, they haven't so far, but... No. Um, and other other lines he said in the show makes me think they're not totally hip to mental health um, or any no. brain issues. But, so, um, this but the the, I was that now. That's really interesting. Yeah, huh. this, the, they would mention it in the revival. They would because the revival is a lot more hip with the times. They'd be like, "Hey, oh, yeah, that's going to be interesting to see how the writings change and how the styles change in the revival." Yeah. Um. Yeah. Least favorite performance. You know what? Just because this is one of the last episodes we see him in, if not the last, I'm saying I'm gonna say Max. Max, Max. I'm, I'm bidding you adieu with the award of worst Max favorite performance. Yeah, yeah. No, I just, and favorite probably Emily. Oh yeah, probably Emily and Lauren Graham. Yeah, I mean, and, and I like Michelle's dancing. So yeah, I mean that's yeah, the first time I've actually seen Michelle have fun. Let's let's give like the one-off award of best dancing in this episode to Michelle. We're not going to give this award every week, but we'll just give it this week because Michelle earned it. He had the best dancing. He did. He did. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Least favorite. Yeah, I'm gonna say Max. We'll just leave. We'll we'll we'll. Uh, this is one of the big farewells to Max. So right. we'll give him this award of least favorite performance. Neither one of us is sad about Max leaving. Not really, no. I hate to say it, but on to better things. No, you don't. You don't hate saying it. No. You're good with saying it. I, You're done. I'm ready. I'm done with Max. Yeah. And I think oh. the, the funny thing is I love how the show is like introduces Max in season one. Like, hey, he's going to be an important person. Like three episodes into season two, they're like, nah, he's not. No, no he's not. No. I pictured the, the actor having another gig. And so they wrote him out. Because it doesn't seem kind of abrupt. I I don't because the last episode was kind of okay. If only because he was always a guest star, he was not a regular, so he didn't Uh, have like like he was not like Lauren Graham or Alexis Bedell who were regulars on the show. He was Mm -hmm. somebody who was uh, largely you know, just there for like guest stars come on for like a specific kind of arc or mm-hmm. a specific like period in, in the show. 
but they're not mm-hmm. there for the for the long haul. So the fact that he was a guest star, and the thing is, uh, we look at Dean. Dean was a guest star uh, throughout season one, but got upgraded to a regular in season two oh, he because did. he is more <laughs> prominent. But that never happened with Scott Cohen. So he, the guy who plays Max, he was he was kept as a guest actor because I think. I'm, my guess is, is the role was always meant to just end like it does in the show. So, mm. but uh, I don't think he's like found too much success success after that either. Like he, yeah, he's been in stuff, but I would I don't think anything really on the level of. Where do you go after Gilmore Girls? Yeah, really? I mean that's got to be hard to top just as an experience. Yeah, yeah, because after this, like. He was in a few TV series, but like nothing too major. Well, well, you wonder if he's in any more Amy Sherman Palladino series, like Marvel's Mrs. Maisel. Doesn't look. Because you would think that if they find okay, because I was thinking if they find actors they like, uh, you know, like like Vince Gilligan uses the same actors in a lot of things. Yeah. Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, but he and there's other act, directors that do that. So, but I guess not in this case, huh? Max was gone and forgotten. Maybe maybe he's like, I've played Max and I don't want to act over again because I have to play this character. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I done. I don't think he <laughs> comes back for the revival either, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, so he was like, I don't want to play Max. He may not like Max either. No. You imagine you that. Um, okay. Let's see here. Uh, favorite reference in this episode? Oh, jeez. Um, I can't think of it. What's yours? I think, well, just the just the whole gaslighting thing and the brainwashing. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, I think there was, like, the, um, the, near the end where they're at, or near the end where they're at the... I want to say the gazebo. The, the gazebo that he built was that at the end of the last episode. No, I think it was. Huh? I think it was. Oh. Um. Well, I thought the gazebo was always there. No, not the gazebo. The thing that Luke built for Lorelai. Oh okay. yeah, I think that was at the end of the last episode. Okay. Yeah, that was um, the end of the last. Episode. Yeah. I'm trying to remember, there was a scene where like. Lorelai mentioned something about people evolving and Luke says, maybe. And then Lorelai says, Yoko and uh, John Lennon. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then uh, right. at the end, they even had the same face. Um, yeah, yeah, I didn't get that whole thing. No. That was. But I did like the and idea. Then, of... He was murdered. And then she's like, oh, yeah, well, at the end. And I'm like, well, yeah, he had a rather untimely end. So yeah. I don't know. I, I just thought that was. Kind of, it was kind of weird. It was weird. It felt very weirdly placed. Yeah. But I will say this. I did like the the, the maybe. Because Luke's right. Like, sometimes people don't evolve. You know, like, we've talked on Nerds in Love. But, like, sometimes people have bad habits and they just don't change. Right? right. Like, I thought it was interesting that Luke sort of just said, like, yeah, maybe. But not always. You know, like, not always right. are people going to evolve and change. And, you know, sometimes they just stay the same. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just a very honest uh, answer from Luke. Which Assessment. Is, yeah. Right. Luke's, Luke is very honest. He's very much, he just mm-hmm. calls it like he, see, like he sees He's it. pretty pragmatic. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but then social justice gets kicked in, like being told that that you know they wanted a traffic light, and he just kind of goes off. Yeah. So well, he gets fired up about stuff. He seems like a very like set in his ways kind of guy. Like he's yeah. kind of guy who. Things go the way that they go, and he's not necessarily right. always a change. A fan of it, yeah. Um, right. So with Rachel, when he finally does kind of settle down and meet somebody, he's left heartbroken because he waits and adapts him into his lifestyle, which is very much, I would think, like this is how he does stuff. He has coffee every morning. He you know flips this light switch on. You know what I mean? Like he seems like a creature of habit. Yeah. So. For him to let somebody into his life and kind of assimilate them and then lose them. I can see why losing Rachel was such a big deal. Yeah. Because he he the kind of, I think he like, you know, he would not like word it like this, but like he opens himself up to people, but then just as he opens him up himself up, like sometimes people will leave him or hurt him. So mm-hmm. he seems like the kind of guy who's maybe been a little bit hurt in the past by things like that. Right. So, Right. Which is yeah, because I think once he's very loyal, so once you have him, you have him, but then if you leave him, he's devastated. Yeah. That's what. Yeah. 100%. Okay. Um, I think. What I else is there? Um, a behind the scenes or favorite quote? No, I think, I think we did favorite quote. Yeah. Um,. So let's see. I guess it would be behind the scenes trivia. Let's see. Anything interesting? Um, besides Stars Hollow gets its first traffic light. Um, oh, you. So I guess so. This was the first mention on Guy Fox Day. When did they mention Guy Fox Day? I don't remember that at all. I don't remember that at all either. That's in the trivia on IMDb. Um, ooh, they do mention what you mentioned this already that. Uh, Alexis Bedell was already a model. Mm-hmm. So when they mentioned that she's a world class model, that was not untrue. She is. So. Yep. Um. Okay. And then any other mental health observations? I I just I agree with you that it makes sense that Lorelai would want to distance herself after breaking things off with Max. So mm-hmm. it just right. seems very. Not just like true to life, but also true to character for Lorelai. Like that's something she would do. It also seems like she would have talked to Rory, yeah, about this first. But my guess is that she and Max had a phone call, and Max said something that just flipped the switch, or or you know that one little thing that added up to a big thing. Well, I don't even think she's told Max yet. Oh really? Because the way that okay. she words it in okay. this episode, um it definitely seems along the the lines of like, she's just telling Laura or Rory this as she's figuring it out for herself. Oh, see, I thought I was okay. Cause it never occurred to me that she hasn't told him yet. Holy cow. Okay. Yeah. Well, that is a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's kind of, okay. If you're getting married to somebody, you're not going to get married to him. The wedding's next day. You probably want to tell him. Mm-hmm. So they don't. I, wow. Yeah. It'll be interesting in the next episode if they even address that because again I've never seen the show. So right. Wow. Yeah. That well, that kind of puts the running off in a perspective that if she hasn't even told him. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Get very like on brand for Laura. Like wow. 
she runs away from her issues in a lot of ways. So. Wow. Um, I don't know why it's, I, that never occurred to me that she might not have told him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, hmm. Let's see. Um, just trying to think of anything else. No, I think that's it. Just the, the, the bidding do of Max. But when we get rid of Max, we bring in new characters that are a lot better than Max. So looking forward to that. Um, yeah, what would you give this episode a score of? Um, I think, give it a, give it a 6.5. Okay. I like the ending, but I think a lot of it was filler. There's a lot of filler stuff these last two episodes. Yeah, I think it's it's weird because like we know what we're building towards, which is Max and uh, Laura Light breaking up, but it just takes us time. And th- these two episodes back to back were definitely like, I think there was not much else going on aside from that, which was the most frustrating. At least like the first episode, right. we had the whole Richard and uh, Rory not getting along subplot, but right. this there are no B plots. Yeah, yeah. Um. I'd give this episode uh, an eight. Because oh wow! I the do, opposite. Okay. I do like the stuff with Lorelai, especially as, as in this episode, as you slowly start to see it dawn on her that Max is not the one for her. Like maybe she's been suppressing it for the last little while, and it, it's just these little moments. It's that phone call with Christopher. It's talking to Emily. It's these little moments that like for me rewatching it, I guess it's like where I'm picking up on this. You start to see maybe where those seeds are being planted. And I thought it was just really interesting that the show went that route to show those things and mm-hmm. um, kind of give Emily, uh, Emily, Christopher and them like it, it gave their words a little more purpose because you start to realize, Oh, they're planting seeds in Lorelai's head. So. Right. And again, Sookie can't remember his name. Yeah. That was the most powerful thing for me. I don't know if that was intentional on Suki's part to like plant that seed, but she did it. You know, right? Whether she intended to or not, she did. I mean, it. she also kind of speaks for the audience because it just seemed that the maxing was just so quick. Yeah. Well, and also too, like it's not like somebody she knows, right? Like it's not like right. Lorelai that's was, the other yeah. If Lorelai was to say, "Oh, I'm engaged to Luke." Like, guaranteed, Suki would be like, oh, gosh, that's Luke. Oh, my gosh, that's amazing, right? But, like, right. you know, or Christopher, even. Right. Yeah. So. Right, and when she's making all the food for it, it's more like she's excited about making the food. She's not exciting, excited about making it for them, per se. Yeah, that's a good I point. Like. That's a good point. But so all that food now is my question. Yeah, exactly. Who's going to eat all that food now? Hmm. I, would, I would hope they give it to charity personally right let's let's pretend we don't know so let's just pretend let's just imagine they did mm-hmm. doesn't look like there's a lot of homeless people in uh star solo but you never know i don't think they have any i don't think they've ever portrayed any no it's interesting um but yeah uh steph is over at stephaniesarkis.com uh where you can also find gaslighting the book and talking brains the podcast i'm over at three and and uh yeah until next time where we're going to talk about road trip to harvard bye for now bye